0: Yes, you are listening to Clubbing Seals with your host Aisha Kreitz and sometimes the peanut gallery, but I hope that you will enjoy the show either way. And please, if you have questions or comments, let me know, email me. Uh, or make sure that you're subscribing to the podcast. And of course, please support. Uh, your support means everything, uh, whether it's a dollar a month, five dollars a month, whatever it is, or more, right? But I like to talk about things, I like to engage you, I like to come from all different angles, and it's not just about one type of thinking, right? Living in an echo chamber, but it's about us going and effectuating change, using every opportunity for us to come together and talk about the hard issues, but also to be out there engaging in practical ways, and that's what I like to do. So this is one platform, but your support helps me put feet to the things that I'm talking about. So thank you again for listening, and I look forward to Engaging you and hopefully you look forward to the show closer so you know what i found just absolutely amazing astounding is those people who want more liberty for themselves and for others many especially on the political left but not only on the political left are the ones they call extreme okay so think about this a country america founded on the principle of life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness is now turning such a corner that you can have the president of the United States, like our tin pot dictator, freaking wannabe dictator, I should say, Biden, going after people who want more liberty, more freedom, right? And acting like, these are the people that are in the wrong okay i think that those who did vote for biden who you know again i'd love to talk to some of these folks um and i think we should have a serious conversation i'd love to have a little bit of back and forth so please if you're out there and you're listening hit me up man You know what I'm saying? Because I want to really have a real um, conversation, you know, on this particular topic. So not only if you want more liberty, um, are you extreme and somehow un-American to these people, but as well, if you are someone who believes that people can do better, right? So if I believe, which I do, that you can achieve more than you think you can, If I believe that you have more capability and I have faith in you, and I wanna give you the tools, the opportunity, the benefit of the doubt that you are an amazing person capable of more than anything you could have thought of, I'm the bad guy. That's what you are telling me, okay? How insane is that? The life you gave Your body was broken Your love poured out You bled and you died for me There on the cross You breathed your last as you were crucified You gave it all for me Hallelujah, you are a savior. Hallelujah, you are a friend. Hallelujah, you king forever. We thank you for the cross. Oh, my gosh, and talk about insanity. So I wanted to talk today. I had, so for those who don't know, I've suffered with a, uh, well, I had a torn labrum. I have hip dysplasia. It's gotten so bad over the years, you know, that I need a hip replacement. Um, gone back and forth, you know, wanted to do it, but really wanted to do the, through the front type of hip replacement and because I ride horses you know, I've just been doing research now that it's to the point where I need the actual replacement. And it's just gone downhill over the last five years pretty quickly. Um, this last year, really bad. But with that said, so I get these guided steroid shots. I forget what it is. No, it's not a cortisone shot, but it's, you know, something like that. It's just mm, some radiation guided thing. I don't know. Anyway, it doesn't matter. Um, sometimes they work, sometimes they don't less more and more. So they don't work. Um, normally I go, I've been going to Borg and imaging and there's one specific one that I go to Clinton crossings because the doctor that does it there every time he's done it, it has worked. So, um, and every time I've gone to a different place or not him doing it, it hasn't worked. Um, So anyway, finally made my appointment. I hate getting them. You know what I mean? You got to get down, you know, down skivvies less. And, you know, that's hip. So, you know, they're all up in the area and stuff. And I'm like, oh, my gosh, don't want to do it. But pain so bad. And I fell the other day. And it's just, you know, again, it, it just was getting worse. And my husband's like, no, time to do it. So on top of that, right, um some of you may or may not know, right? Uh, I have some other, um, issues. Uh, I didn't, I have worn a mask, uh, basically through this whole, whole pandemic, um, just because of some of the issues that I have. Um, and then after getting COVID, you know, and all of that, I did wear a mask during that. It wasn't so bad when I put the, I think it's because psychologically I had to wear the oxygen. And so the oxygen with The mask, like whatever happens to me psychologically was like, Oh, I'm still getting air. And so I was still being able to do it. I would still have to pull the mask away from my mouth a little bit because the panic sets in with, um, it being so close to my mouth. And what again, just, it's just dumb. It doesn't matter. Right. And I shouldn't even have to explain it to be honest, you know, until this whole thing, nobody would have ever known. And I've never really had to discuss. Uh, my medical issues out, you know, in in public um, before. So anyway, Borg has always been pretty good. They've, you know, the couple times that I've had to go in uh, through this, I was like, I can't wear a mask. And, you know, they might be like, like one time they made me just ushered me in the back, you know, and made me sit by myself like I'm a second class citizen. And, you know, that was kind of terrible. And I'm just like, really? But, Always been able to get it done. This time around, they were like, oh, you can, we can't help you. Um, this is Clinton Crossings in Rochester, New York, the Borgonite Imaging. And this time around, they were like, oh, sorry, we can't help you um, when people can't wear a mask, though we do do the procedures at the end of the day when there's nobody else in the building, this, that, the other thing. And I was like, fine, I'll reschedule. They should have told me that beforehand, but they didn't. Um, and all day they, they were like, oh, I'm so sorry. They really weren't. There was no compassion, anything like that. Um, but they did tell me, right, that they could do it in the day. And then the lady comes back and says, actually, we can't because this particular procedure with who has to be there. Uh, they don't do it, you know. At the end of the day, there's no option. Sorry, we can't help you. So I was like, so you're literally gonna make me for not get this shot, right? Um, and and it does help me still so far. Hopefully it does. You know, usually a couple of days. We'll see if it's still working. Today I feel great, so I did wind up getting it. But you know, it was uh, I did a little video live. I mean, like the sheer panic, you know, and I thought. Maybe, you know, you figure after being on the ventilator and everything, I went through a COVID, I did think, oh, maybe I can, you know, because I was able to tolerate the mask. Again, when I had my oxygen, there was once or twice that I kind of, you know, again, I wore it, you know, because just don't want to deal, right? Who wants to deal with this stuff? And that's, I think, what most of us do is we're just like, whatever, just put the stupid thing on and which we shouldn't. I will tell you that is part of the problem and what I want to talk about, but you know, if I probably if I could have during this time, I don't know if I would have or wouldn't have, you know, I want to say, yeah, I wouldn't have and I'd be the same person. But because of, you know, my issues. Um, I never really got that chance. It just is what it is. The, for the first little bit, like I I did, I got like a mask made and was going to wear it. <laughs> I was like, yeah, I'll just have, you know, sayings on my mask like some of the other people and I'll just do it so that I can just get it over with. And um, but still, I, I couldn't, you know, I put it on for like 10 seconds and be like, oh, my gosh, I gotta get this off. So anyway, so I did the live because I wanted people to see like just how bad it is for me, like even thinking about it right now. The sheer panic that goes on in my brain, as ridiculous as it is, it's very hard to explain and I shouldn't have to. Um, I left, you know, as doctors, okay, especially, you're in a medical facility place for those people, right? If I say that I can't wear one and that's what it's supposed to be, that should be the end of it. I shouldn't ever have to explain anything. I shouldn't have to feel guilty about it. I should I, Whether people lie about it or not, it doesn't matter. I don't care. If I want to take the chance of going around, Um, you know, catching something. Again, the mask, like, again, we won't even get into the science. Um, all of it. Work doesn't work. All of those things, right? Nobody's walking. Well, not nobody. Um, what Maybe 2% of the population is walking around with N95 masks. You know what I'm saying? Um. But, or better, but for the most part, what I'm saying is that none of this should be acceptable to anybody, right? If for whatever reason, I, again, even if it's because I didn't want to, and that's it, that should be the end of it. We live in America, right? It's like, how free do we really think we are that we can't even ride a bike without Uh, Having a helmet on and having to maybe get fined, you see what I'm saying? And now you're telling me that in the freest country on the face of the planet, we are being forced into this whole mask thing, which defies science um, all the way across. And you know, I'm I'm not going to get into the the COVID shot, Corona, you know, shot thing. I'm not, but uh, because I want to stick right here. But what I am saying is that this bullying and shaming and telling people they can't get medical procedures, um, I mean, you're literally willing to let people die over not wearing a mask or not getting the shot, right? That is unacceptable. And I don't, again, this is not a political issue, right? This is an issue of basic humanity that we have always... um, Been able to choose our own autonomy. And I think that it's time that maybe some of those of you who, for whatever reason, think that you're doing a good thing by just going along to get along, right? Stop. Or that those people who maybe you honestly believe that wearing the mask does something and is the best thing to do for those around you, right? Like that you're helping them. And I don't mean just psychologically, because obviously you don't care about people's psychological health, because what about my psychological health, right? So sometimes people are like, oh, well, you know, just to go and, you know, it's like, but it's not true because. Look at my video. Look at me, and that's not true. So I'm going to speak to those people like medically, right? That you honestly believe that you are doing something for somebody, and that you know you're not spreading your germs, right? Again, not looking at the science of it really, but that part, right? I can say, okay, that's great. I I understand that, um, and I can accept that, and I can accept that you want to do that, and that is who you want to be, okay? But to force other people not only to think that way or try to believe that way and or to do that isn't right. And I think you should take a hard, good look at yourself and think to yourself, well, wait a second. Right. If you believe that medically these masks work and that it is what is safest, then you have one on. Right. And we're standing six feet away from each other. Or again, other protocols are being taken as well. What is the big deal? Okay, and I'm pausing here because I want you to think about that, and I want you to seriously search yourself and be like, "What is the big deal?" You know, I have my hunches, and you know, knowing human nature the way that I do, um, I have my hunches, my uh, what I suspect to be going on and have been going on this whole time. But I beg you, and I implore you that we have to stop this. Okay. I was going to say period, like I was doing talk to text. How funny is that? Uh, I literally was. I was going to be like, period. (laughs) I did it anyway. But in my mind, I was uh, doing, you know, not doing this podcast, but instead I was uh, doing a text to someone. How funny? How weird is that? Talk about human nature, right? And the mind and psyche and all of those things. Um, So, anyway, I just. on the flip side of that, right? Um, Absolutely. I think that if there are things that we can do to help mitigate the effects of COVID, um, I think, you know, we should be able to you know, for humanity's sake, right, for society's sake, do any and everything that we can in order to help prevent the spread, right, if there are some actual things. Or, again, if you get COVID, um, being able to help lessen the effects of it, you know, there's a lot of different treatments that are out there. So on the flip side, yes, I believe that, right, and I hope you do too. And if you do, going along with the mask and the theme that we're on here, let me ask you, what do you think of ivermectin? I mean, if somebody, you know, right, the the COVID shot, right? It's not a vaccine; it's a shot, and its basic purpose. Um, again, I'm not going to get into the other science of things, right? The the downfalls, right? So I am literally going to speak to you as though, like, okay, I'll give you the benefit of the doubt that this shot is somehow a positive net effect, right, on everything. So, with that said, the COVID shot. Right. It is not a vaccine, but what it does do is lessen the effects um, of the COVID and therefore helps people, right, to maybe not be hospitalized or if they're hospitalized to not have to go on the ventilator, right? Um, You may still get it. It just may be lessened or the time that you have it would be lessened. So if that's the case, right, and, and scientifically, I mean, that is what the shot does, right? Or supposedly does. If that's the case, are you okay with ivermectin, which does the exact same thing, right? It's not a cure. It is ivermectin with the zinc. Um, And again, if you take a vitamin regimen beforehand and during as well, there's some other things, but just the vitamin, I mean, just the ivermectin and the zinc, all it does is lessen the effects of COVID, keeps the virus from replicating, and again if you take it at the beginning, you not getting it as severe, it's not a cure, right? It's not a quote unquote vaccine anything like that, but it's a Nobel Prize winning drug and it helps people um again, I'm one of them. Ding ding ding, right? Read my story. I'll put my uh I'll put the story my thank you letter that my husband wrote which details um things from his side of things not from mine. Uh, I still haven't done mine, but of how it helped me and how it saved my life. So scientifically speaking, if you're saying that you want to do anything that you can and this, that, the other thing, where do you stand on ivermectin? Do I have the right to try it or not? And if I do have the right to try it, why aren't you out there standing up for people like myself and your loved ones that we should have the right to take it and try when the state is telling us you have to wear a mask for this reason, but uh, you can't have iver- ivermectin for the same exact reason. Do you see what I'm saying? It's hypocritical. There is a problem. Okay, ivermectin, scientifically, there is proof that it is helpful. I'm living proof, as as a matter of fact. Um, and again, I can point you to at least 100 others where that same type of, you know, that it works. Okay? Um, and all of us having to hide in shadows and go and do all of these things on the sly because the government is keeping... Um, things that actually work that are cheap, right? Now, ivermectin is um, a lot more expensive than it was before all this started. I mean, it was like three cents a pill. Now, I believe they're like three to $5 a pill, but still a lot less than all of this COVID um, medicines, right? So if that is the case, I'm asking you to, again, ask yourself, why is that? What is going on? Search yourself. Think about what has been going on, right? And again, I could tell you, and I, you know, we can have the conversation and other articles, podcasts, different things. And I have talked about that, but now I'm saying I'm not going to tell you what I think. I'm asking you to think about it and say, what could be going on here? The dichotomy of these two things doesn't make sense, right? It doesn't make scientific sense. It does make some psychological, human nature, psychological sense if you think about it. And again, I'm not going to get into it. And it does make some sense if we think about the insatiable appetite of government. Anyway, I talked too long uh, here on this segment. I'll be right back. Do not forget about the Fire Mendoza meeting on this upcoming, you know, in September. Uh, I believe it's September 13th, um, the County Ledge meeting in Rochester, New York for Monroe County. They will be voting on whether to give Mendoza, a Mike Mendoza, another six years. And we need to make sure that everyone gets there. Whether you're, no matter what side of the aisle you're on, if you are tired of these mandates, if you have woken up and you realize what has happened over the last two years, and you don't want more of it, and you want people to follow the science and not the political, the politicized science of things, you need to be there. Come tell your story. If you had a loved one that died, be there. If you were kept from getting help, be there. If you had loved ones in a group home or a senior home and you saw what would happen to them, be there. Come, be ready to speak out, okay? We need you. We need these numbers. Uh, we need to make sure that Mike Mendoza does not get another six years. Thank you. oh, actually, you are listening to Aisha Kreitz on Clubbing Seals. I'm back, suckers. You thought you could get rid of me, but you can't. I might be out of breath. I realize that. that I still do uh, get out of breath a lot. But uh, you know something else I realized? That I am now or am going to be the queen of skinny horses, right? I get these free horses. They all, I mean, there's no such thing as a free horse. Um, cause you know, you wind up having to put money into them and, you know, obviously something's going on, but it's okay. Whole different world, um, versus just like buying one young that you start off yourself, um, versus, you know, getting them for free. Um, my younger years, it was just very different. Um, and I could train horses and do a lot more than I can now, as we were talking about my hip, it's very limiting, um, I mean, just gardening, I can't even do my garden this year is just absolutely atrocious because I can't bend over and like weed and stuff, you know, but, um, this whole horse thing, my horses, they're always so skinny, not all of them, one of them super fat. Um, and he just gets fat on air, but it's okay. You know, this new one I got That I'm so happy about Um, I just can't wait for him to fill out and I'm hoping that before winter comes, I can make it happen. I'm a little nervous, so pray for me. Um, on this, um, horses, if you don't know, like in the winter, they, they need that fat in order to get through the winter. So I'm like, am I going to have to buy like a heater and keep the horses in all winter? You know what I mean? Like I'm not sure what I'm going to have to do because I got like two months. Uh, to get these guys all fattened up so if anyone out there has any advice please give it to me I'm uh, giving them beet pulp and hay extender I have a friend of mine Amy wannabe farms uh, she's been super helpful uh, this new horse I got is a draft and he's skinny um, and she has a draft horse a pertron and this is a pertron so uh, she's been pretty helpful in helping me to uh, figure out um, you know what good methods are be because again I'm not used to getting horses like this but anyway I did not want to talk about that really uh just wanted to lighten the mood a little bit even though I don't think skinny horses are really uh lightening the mood (laughs) it can be kind of depressing but these guys I mean I'm going through like a bag of feed now um and it's not regular feed like I said it's like this hay extender stuff um like in a week but that's okay um, you know, thousand dollars later. Um, my free and cheap horse are going to be not so much. Um, the Pertron I got it was kinda like from auction. Um, a little bit of a deal that I got. And even though it's a lot of money, I did wind up paying for him, but he was less than half the price of a Pertron normally. Um, which again, five, seven, ten thousand dollars are talking about. So I I got him cheap. Um but, you know, in the end, again, probably going to cost me 500 a 1000 bucks just to get him up to weight. But whatever. Um, my husband lets me put him in the poorhouse all the time for my shenanigans, especially when it makes me happy. He is absolutely amazing. Speaking of my husband, if you have not bought his book, he has his second book out. Um, it's a series. Um, but the first one, Untamed Fury, The Return of Jake Charm. I will put a link to where you could buy his book at. If you are tired of listening to or reading books by people that hate you, um, think that you're an idiot and are a communist, quite frankly, you know, they might be good writers, but they hate you. Um, He is a fabulous writer. You'll see on Amazon if you check it out. He's gotten all like five star reviews. I think one was like a four and a half, but that's okay. You know, Uh, the book is just absolutely excellent. And it's hard for me to describe what it is without giving it away because there's two or three things that are going on in the book. But basically, it's like an action-packed whodunit adventure. But there's like, you know, especially those of you who are political junkies, there's some political stuff in there, names being changed to uh, not get shot by black cop. black ops helicopters or something. Um, but if you live in upstate New York, especially like Buffalo, western New York area, you will know exactly um, who is being talked about because it is true stories. So there's like a whole bunch of true story stuff that's in there uh, mixed in. Obviously, it's fiction. So, you know, with fiction type things in there. But it's just absolutely excellent. You know, I'm so proud of him. And not just because he's my husband, I'm saying this. You know, I am a very... Uh, picky picky reader and I don't even watch a lot of television so anyway and then he just got the second one out and that is look at me when I'm shooting you and again it's the same characters but carrying it on and he's finishing up the third in the series he wants to have it done by Christmas so that um he you know people can buy the whole series to give to to people but I just highly recommend you checking it out again Untamed Fury by Matt Kreitz. Same last name as mine, K R E U T Z. So let me just uh, end with this because we, you know, oh, and because we have our uh, radio show tomorrow, right? This is just my podcast where I share, but uh, myself and Peter Vazquez um, have the next step show on WYSL radio station here in upstate New York. It's WYSL, Voice of Liberty, 1040 AM, 92.1 FM, and 94. 5.5 FM and of course you can just go to www.wysl1040.com and you can um, listen to it online. So if you're not local and then you can also go to nextsteps.com, the nextstepshow.com, sorry, and um, listen to the podcast at any time or anywhere the podcasts are going. So we have a radio show tomorrow. It's an hour long. Uh, We're going to be talking about some great stuff. Um, going on. It's just me and Peter. Um, we will be having some, you know, sometimes we have uh, guests. We had Nick Sercey, amazing, amazing, uh, guy. We've had um, LeBron, uh, LeBron, <laughs> Beatrice, LeBron on, uh, Septimus Scott on the Urban Conservatives. So yeah, we bring on Republicans, Democrats. Um, whole spectrum. Because again, we really want to be able to have conversations with people, teach people to have conversations. Uh, this particular show, me and Peter, we're going to probably go at it a little bit. I don't know. Um, So hopefully you'll listen to that again, Saturdays and Sundays at 1pm is when the show airs. But you can always listen to the podcast anytime. I hope you'll check that out as well. But I wanted to end just real quick, we've been talking about insanity. And just, you know, I try and keep these pretty short and stuff so i'm going to do this a little bit and then i will move on but insanity okay these people right i live in new york i i don't i hate living here at this point it is just so hard and i don't feel like god has called me to move from here but now right in order for me just to buy bullets i have to have a background check it is the most oppressive place to live here right they're taking our guns um, and, and 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 there are people right who actually think these are good ideas, and the problem becomes is right. And, and again, on the next step show, I just want to say that's part of what we want to do, and I do that here too. Is I want being able we have to have conversations with people to try and help get them back on track because there are millions of people out there who honestly believe that it is a good idea to take guns from law-abiding citizens. You can't keep talking to yourself. You can't just keep preaching to the choir. Okay, it is absolutely insane that they are. I mean, I, again, I, I am very different than most people. I don't believe that we should have um, uh, gun permits. Uh, my gun permit is the Constitution. Okay, that's my gun permit. If you want to keep someone from getting a gun, right, because they're in jail, prison, um, there's other things that are going on. And I don't mean these stupid red flag laws where anybody can just say, oh, that person's crazy or they can't have one for any apparent reason, right? I mean, Biden, he just got on the um, uh, television and is weaponizing the government against people like me, right? Telling them that I am the threat. I am a threat to liberty because I love liberty. Is, uh, how insane is that? Because I believe in the Constitution of the United States, fully and wholly, That it is a good document that our founding fathers had a good thing going when they brought the life, liberty, and pursuit of happiness idea of self-governing to the world through America. That I am now the enemy of the state and he wants to weaponize the government against us. And that's why they want to disarm us. Okay? Um, As a black woman, right, these first laws came into place um, to keep blacks from having guns. Think about it now when think about when you see a black person with an AR and a white person with an AR right the the images that come up these memes all the time I'll be people will still be like oh I don't know look at that thug the other one oh look at the I don't know redneck or whatever but you have a different feeling and imagery about it that is done on purpose it's been since the KKK guys there is a problem okay and they're doing it even now, like, oh, look at these bad, right? I mean, yes, school shootings, which would happen to be white people, got it, right? Mental health issues, all of that. But in the end, it's about disarming the public and disarming legal, law-abiding citizens, right? If you want to give some someone who needs a gun permit is maybe someone, right, who was in jail for a... Violent crime got out and maybe you're waiting to see, you know, I don't know, some time goes by and you're like, OK, they have paid their penance. They should be able to have their gun back because, again, they paid their dues. Um, and now we're going to give you a gun permit because, right, I don't know, maybe probation or something like that, you know, or you go into the system and like this person can't have a gun because, you know, they are on lithium or something. Right? Those type of things. OK. But there's a reason behind why, right? Oh, I'm a rapist. Uh, I've already uh, robbed a bank and shown that I'm willing to shoot someone. Okay, maybe you shouldn't have a gun. Okay? But I don't think that that's a gun permit for everyone else. And if you are going to give people a gun permit, it shouldn't cost you any money. Anything that limits our freedom to be able to have a gun to protect ourselves against intruders, individuals that are coming into our house and or the government should not be in place. And yes, that means that I I do. If somebody wants some, I don't know, bazooka or something. Yeah. If the government has one, we should be able to have one. All right? Absolutely. Why? Because that's why it's there. If you want to say, you know, these laws that are coming into place saying renewing your license every few years, okay, for free. If you're saying that, you know, but again, anything that, and I, I mean, I don't even believe in it. But again, so what, only the rich people, only the people that have um, means are supposed to have guns and all the rest of the us peons down here. are supposed. To, oh, no, you're not smart enough or rich enough to have, okay? Insanity. Anyway, I've, I've gone 12 minutes now, I believe, something like that. So I'm going to stop. Um, I will pick this back up. Um, I will leave you with this. Um I did get my shot. I'm doing better um, you know again earlier in, in the thing I was talking about that, but I will tell you I am emotionally drained by it all. I'm emotionally drained by what Borg and I had imaging and New York State is doing to me. I am drained that, thinking about all the people that are hurting, that are being forced into getting shots, being forced into masking, forced into doing these things they don't want because they have to choose between what they feel like is life threatening things or um, uh, uh, pain or something like that. And so they feel like I have to do this. It's not right, people. Okay, I've gone through two or three things here. And it's time that we step up. And we. I don't care if you want to be vaccinated don't want to be vaccinated you believe in guns you don't believe in guns right all of these things it doesn't matter we are americans and it is time that we stand up and we unite as one and say listen we are for liberty and if you don't understand what liberty is actually we're going to talk a little bit about it hopefully if we get to it on our show tomorrow the difference between even liberty and freedom these things are important do you understand me and i hope that you will join and begin to stop Preaching only to the choir and learn how to reach out and talk to the people that need to hear. And then I'll end with this. Monday is um, Labor Day, whatever. I don't know. There's some kind of parade. But I will be walking with Christine Dimo Vasquez, who is running for family court. John in Monroe County, New York. If you live in the area and you hear this before Monday, I hope you will come out and walk with us. Um, now that I got my hip shot. um, I can walk, and I haven't been able to do any parades this year, so I always put out, hey guys, walk in the parade for this person, that person, whatever, and then I don't wind up being able to go. I get to go tomorrow, hope to see ya, and alright, this is Aisha with Club and Seals. Pax, peace, I'm out.